Do you have a story that can inspire others? Do you know someone who does? Do you have a life journey that others can relate to? Maybe you've conquered a personal, professional, or physical obstacle. No story is too big or too small. Others want to be inspired by you. The Taryn Lamp Show. Each episode, we will talk to everyday people just like you with amazing stories. Everyone has a story to share. This show is about positivity and love. Listen and learn from these individual journeys. I am your host, Taryn Lamp, and this is The Taryn Lamp Show. Hello, everyone. It is Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we are back for episode number three. Can you believe it already? Episode number three of Just Like You, Everyday People, Amazing Stories. So I think um, just to reiterate, I guess, the mission of, of Just Like You, I wanted to create a platform for people to hear um, stories that are just like you, from people that are just like you. One of the things I realized, especially during this time, is that we all have amazing stories and we all can connect to one another in one way or another. So I wanted to do this Instagram Live every Tuesday at 7.30 Central Standard Time so that we can connect and we can connect with everyday people, amazing stories just like you. So. Here we are again. This is our third episode. My name is Taryn. Again, as my Instagram handle says, Taryn Lamp. And um, I just, I shared my story on the first episode. But for those who may not know, I am a cancer survivor. I also have heart disease, an implanted pacemaker, uh, a brain tumor, and was born with only one kidney. So with that said, I knew that I had a mission. And I had a mission to share my story and my journey. So as we were, as I was sharing my story and my journey, I realized just along my life, my life pattern that along my life journey, that every, everyone has a story and everyone has something to share and everyone has something that they can learn from other people. And thank, hi Kim, how are you doing girl? See, Kim, Kim's going to be a guest one day, so there you go, because I know she has a story as well, and I've learned a lot from her. So that's just the point, is we can learn a lot from each other. We can learn a lot from our, our stories. We can learn a lot from our, our journey. So I hope that these are just 30-minute episodes, and I hope that we all each you know, get a lot out of them. We can connect with others even in our home states. We can connect with others across the world. We can connect with others across the country. So that is my main purpose today. Um, let me see if my guest is here yet. Not yet. So hopefully he'll be on in he here in a second. I'm looking forward to having um, our first male on today. So um, he's got a, a great story to share and hopefully he'll be on soon. But um, other than that, I just welcome your questions. I welcome your ideas. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, just like you, everyday people, amazing stories, please make sure you DM me and let me know. 
Um, we can definitely con uh, get in contact before then if you want to share with me a little bit more about your story on one-on-one -on -one before coming on. I'm open to doing that too. But we've got a lot of a lot of amazing guests ahead ahead of us as well for the rest of May and for June. Um, so if you have a story, well, I know you have a story. So it's just a matter if you'd like to share your story. So if you'd like to share your story again on just like you, everyday people, amazing stories, please, please, please um, reach out to me. Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. The world would love to hear from you. Every everyone would love to hear from you. This is about, like I said, connecting people and connecting the connecting the journey. We all are survivors. <clears throat> we all have came through something out on the other side. Some of us, it's maybe been a physical journey. Some of us, maybe it's been a spiritual journey. Some of us, maybe it's been a fitness journey. Some of us, maybe it's been a an emotional journey. But we all have a journey and we all have a story again that connects. I've met so many survivors along the way. I've met so many heart disease survivors along the way that have asked me, how did you do this? How did you do that? Where did you get this? Ask me for opinions on this and that. So then I met, you know, after that, I've met, met a lot of cancer survivors, or it could be just right now, even our, our heart heroes that are out there during this pandemic, and they are fighting on the front lines for us. They too have these amazing journeys. So hi, Kenny. I might have you on here in a second. Hey, Nora, how are you? We're, we're still waiting for our, our guests here, but I'm just explaining, um, explaining the mission of Just Like You and explaining uh, just overall what we're, what we're about here. Oh, I see him joined on, so I will get him on here. Let's see, Avery, if I can get you on. Learn to work all the buttons, so hopefully you come on here. Um, and he can share, Avery can share his story. Avery, can you hear me? Uh-oh, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Say yes or no, up or down. Yo, oh, I think your connection's coming on, so you must be. Hey, Nora. Hello, hello. Avery, there you are. Can you hear me? You can't hear me yet. I can't hear you. Oh, maybe he's gonna come back on. So hopefully he'll um, he'll come back on here in a second. Hi, Nora. Um, I know Nora has a story as well. I'm gonna see if I can wave to people. Yeah, I've been working. I've been working on using all these little buttons. So I uh, let's see if I can get him. I don't know, maybe, I'm sure it's, I'm sure he'll be right back. But um, anyway, working on, like I said, all these little buttons here on Instagram. I did something just All right, here we go. Oh, there you are. There you are, my friend. How are you? <laughs> How are I'm you? well, I'm well, I'm well, I'm good. So I was just kind of sharing with everybody um, just the story, the mission of Just Like You, and just the really just connecting people from all over the place that are just like us, right? Just like you, everyday people, amazing stories. So... Um, you guys, this is Avery, so I'm going to let him tell his story, but just real quick, how Avery and I met. We actually met, um, I was on a birthday trip with one of with one of our mutual friends now, one of my husband's mutual friends as well, and we met Avery and some of his friends there. We just kind of had a blast, and we were like, you know what, let's all kind of stay connected, and um, 
Avery, I'm going to let you start off sharing your story, but he's kind of turned in, turned his, what he loves to do, I guess, into your profession maybe, but you had a story before that too. So um, I don't want to take too much of it, too much of it away from you. So just give us the, um, you know, give us the Avery story. Give us what you're all about, man. <laughs> First of all, just thank you for allowing me to come on, uh, I guess your show and um, sharing my story. Um, and is and you have been inspiring to me since I met you. So um, thank you. Um, my story, uh, grew up in Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. I uh, had a dream of basketball. Um, I had a dream, but did not know how to get to the dream. Mm -hmm. um, along the way, I met a, a really great mentor who directed our path, which uh, I have three other buddies. Um, we got on the same path and it just started with uh, just a lot of hard work. So um, my first dream was to play college division one basketball. So we went from not having no grades, no direction to working out every day, getting structured, organizing or, or organized. Um, mm -hmm. Finally getting into college. We went to first we went to junior college. Everybody knows, you know, junior college in California. Did two years there, then we got recruited to go to Division One. I. I went to Division One in Florida, called Florida Atlantic University. Um, did pretty well there. Um, after my two years there, I played overseas for a year in Uruguay. Came back to the the, the states and played in the ABA um, here for a while. Um, actually played against one of uh, Taryn's mutual friends uh, yeah. <laughs> as well. Yeah. Uh, small world. Yeah, that was so funny, right? That we saw that I saw that. That was funny. Yeah, very small world. Um, one, and then once I came back, I wanted to be like my mentor. So I created a nonprofit, which I would help at-risk youth in the summertime provide a mentorship. So what I used to do, I used to get um, local leaders in the community. Um, I would set up a basketball program. During our intermission, the, the, the practice would be every Saturday in during the intermission, when we had our break, I would have a leader come speak to the kids and just pro provide hope and, you know, hey, we, you know, tell the kids the story. We were here just like you were before. Now look at us. So I did mm -hmm. that for a, year, a few years. I got into the music business. I was uh, with Murder, Inc. Um, right before all their trouble. And, oh, and that was a great okay. run. <laughs> but in that, in, that, in that part of my story, I wanted to become a... A boss, a boss, a own my own business because I okay. saw Irv. Irv got it. People know he was the um, the president and CEO of the company, and he inspired me to run my own business. And no knock on him, but I said if he could do it, I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> so my story is a little delayed a little bit. I ended up, I ended up actually getting married, and at that time, you know, my wife was like, I got to get a job, so. I used, I, I, I got my degree when I was in college, my BA, and I started subbing. Did that for a few years until I got into a program here in New York City called New York City Teacher Fellows, okay. um, which they allow you to go to school at night and teach during the day. So it's a teacher alternative path program. Okay. And I got my master's um, within, I got my master's in two years. I became the dean of the school that they placed me in. And it was going really well. I did that for seven years. And I, I mean, 
I don't know where this came from, to be honest, but it was just a conversation with a friend about real estate. I didn't understand real estate. I didn't own any properties. My parents have owned properties before. But one of my friends was just talking about legacy building and helping others in the community own their own property. And I just got very intrigued by it. And another uh, factor which kind of got me moving a little bit to that goal was um, he showed me his check. So at the time, I, as a dean, I was, I was making like $70,000. He showed me a check for $67,000. Wow. And I was like, how long did you take to do that? He said, yo, I did it in 45 days. I was like, what? 45 days? So I was on. I got my license that same, that, that summer while we was out of school. And just how things happened, um, I just, I, 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 I said, you know what, Avery? It's time. And... I didn't even finish up the whole school year. I, it was in November. I said, I need to do this now. And I left. I left. I told my principal, I'm done. And I got into real estate. So I got a mentor, again, another mentor. And I became his agent and going out of community. And, uh, I remember hot summer days, wearing my suit, talking to people. Right. So I did really, really well. I sold my first house in five, took five months. So five months actually getting me paid. It was ridiculous. Um, so five months to, to, to get my first pay. But from there, I was like, man, I can really sell homes. Um, so what happened, I had to leave that broker. I went to another brokerage where, where my business just really grew, right? I became known in the community as the guy to help people with real estate. So what I did was I opened up, I, I also had a love of taxes. I don't know why I just, I just fell into <laughs> that too. A love so, of taxes. Taxes, yeah, doing taxes. Yeah, <laughs> so I started my own tax office. So when I started my tax office and also having a real estate, I combined the two and I started to meet people in the community. And it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't really about servicing them. It was about, it was so weird. Like they would come to me with all their issues and, and um, things going on in their life. And it went, it went away from doing taxes and helping them buy a home to just, just building a human connection with them. Right. You know, so, so every year it was like, what's going on? And we'll sit for 30, 45 minutes just talking, you know, and, and, and I, had a, I had about 400 clients. So to come in and we'll sit down, you know, everybody set their appointment. And, you know, it seemed like I became a therapist. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so that it was really, really cool. Um, uh, doing that. I, I did that actually for seven years until 2019. And now I'm really focused on um, teaching and investing. So those people there still call me now and I teach them, you know, my strategy first buy your income property first, right. then use that income property to pay for where you want to live. That is the way to do it, you know. And then I also taught my other investors, um, you know, you know, my strategy on making money, on, you know, purchasing homes under value then adding value, adding value to them and selling. So that's where I'm at now. So coaching and teaching people, you know, uh, how to make money through real estate. Well, the, the three things, so as you've said this, the three things that hit me that pointed out that I want to touch on are one mm -hmm. in your journey is one, when you first started out with your basketball career, you didn't know how you were going to get there. Mm -mm. Did it. As you move forward, the other point that you made that I liked is you've had multiple mentors. Mm-hmm. And the third point that you made that I've liked is what got you to where you are now. You are serving people. You are serving others. Mm -hmm. 
with your blessing. So I want to touch on those a little bit. Just, I know there are a lot of people there that don't know how they're going to get there, that may be seeking mentors and that just want to serve. So how can you, can you touch on those three points just a little bit more and like not knowing how, whether it's in the real estate, whether it's basketball, not knowing how you're going to get there. I mean, you said hard work. That, that was, I mean, maybe there's no substitute for hard work, right? But touch on that for people who don't know how they're going to get there. So it, reflecting back on all those different um, uh, chapters of my life, mm -hmm. I realized that even if you're not religious, that you, 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 you have to have faith, even though you can't see where you're going. Okay. Um, you have to believe that, you know, I ain't trying to get too deep, but you're yeah. part of this. Everything is one. God created, created you, so he's not going to let you go. If you say you want to go there, the, the world will align for you to get there through situations that you may deem bad or good. It's helping you to get where you're going. But mm -hmm. you just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other and doing it. And I'm telling you, when my, with my basketball, um, there was times where I, I'll never forget this. It, it was uh, I'm in June College in California, and I had to pay $500 to stay in school. I did not have five hundred dollars on i remember it was like three o'clock the office was closing at five my girlfriend's aunt called me up because my girlfriend was calling everybody at the time and got the like you just gotta have faith like mm -hmm. other people would have felt so I, and i just believe like you know i'm gonna be i'm here for a reason i'm playing basketball right. and i'm going to get there regardless of whatever and right at the last minute like i got the money i mean and it is always, I mean, it has always happened like that. When you're, when you set your focus on what you want and you truly believe that's for you, there's nothing that's going to take you from it. And, and I believe it. And, and even with my, I tell people my tax, my tax and real estate office, I did it what they considered the hood, right? I went to this place called Brownsville where I could have been in the city. I could have been in the, what we call Manhattan and had a, really nice office and I had a nice office there, but I could have done it really ritzy, but I wanted to, to serve a community that really needed um, tax services that were not going to take advantage of the people, even though they, they, they were undereducated. And I wanted to help people with real estate because um, the, the, that asset is so valuable right now right. that, by them, by them being um, guided the right way, that they could use that to change their whole family's um, legacy. Because a lot of times what happened, we have sharks in these neighborhoods and these people homes, which they bought 30 years ago for 75000 are worth millions of dollars now here in Brooklyn. So people are coming in saying, hey, you know, your home is only worth 500000 And they're just saying, okay. And the, and the person is making that other 500,000 off their property. So a lot of that was happening before I stepped in. And it was times where literally, I, and I'm gonna say literally, I had to go to blows with one of the investor because I did not like them um, taking advantage of this, this elderly couple, you know, okay. and there's nobody to help them here, you know? So, so yeah. So <laughs> keep having faith and keep doing it and keep standing up for what you believe in. Standing yes. up, believe in and, and, and standing up for others as well. I think that part of your journey has been, you know, as you get into your real estate and standing up for what you believe in, but making sure that the people that you serve are getting an honest shake. Because 
there's lots mm -hmm. of times out where we may we may you know need to do that and stand up for others along our path. How did you go about mm -hmm. though? Go about for people who are looking for mentors. Um, I'm actually reading a book now. One of the things it talks about is making sure that a mentor. How did you go about that? How did you go about finding or picking or you know deciding on mentors along your journey? So before I became aware of that that wonderful you know uh, gift of having a mentor, <laughs> um, I, I just believe when you're along the way, God will give it to you, right? So okay. when I first started with basketball, it was I went to the library. That's the only place I knew where the mentor was was through a book. So I went to the library. I got a, I, I, I never went to the library before that when I was in high school, but I went. I wanted to know about basketball, so I got my library card. And I got a book about basketball. It was like a 300-page book of drills. While reading that and just being in, um, focusing in my mind on what I want and just being, just diving into it, just so happened, I go to the park. I, 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 I can't recall exact timeline now, but it might have been a few days afterwards. I'm shooting around doing the drills and it catches the attention of the guy that eventually becomes my mentor. And he was like, wow, like I don't normally see young men out here with cones and a book and doing all this. And he was intrigued by me. And I didn't know who he was, you know, at that time, but he was like, oh, let me show you this. And just from there, it just, you know, come to find out his, his daughter was, um, his name was Teddy Van. So his daughter was named, Shay, her name is Shayna Yervan. She, okay. at the time, she led New York City in scoring, right? Mm -hmm. His son, he got him to Georgetown to play with Alonzo Mourning and Dikembe Mutombo. He coached um, an NBA player named uh, uh, Rayford Austin. They call him Skip to my loop. He coached numerous, I did not know any, I did not know any of them. I was, I was on, I was focused on what I wanted the the, coach, the teacher came and I believe that once you're focused on what you want and and you're open to it the teacher will come so yeah what well, you what is it if you build it they will come kind of thing and you're kind of building your your dream it, and, and yeah and every you, stage has been like that every stage isn't that isn't that amazing and so the last the last thing that you mentioned like I said is you you are doing real estate so real estate is your profession your, that's mm -hmm. your job that's how you do things but you're also serving others. And just, I really want to touch on that because I feel like I have the great opportunity to, like in my career, to I have a career, but my personal service, if you will, matches up with my professional career. And so just touch on how important that is for you and how it's just, you know, gratifying or how that helps so much that you're able to serve in your heart, but yet you're also able to serve the public with your profession. So, so, and, and, and I had to, I don't know, in this last year, this really had to go deep within myself and a lot of quiet time and reflect on, you know, what, what's the truly center in my heart, of, of my heart. And I had to go back and look at my actions. And that, that was it, right? Service. Like, I, I, I didn't know how much I loved that. Like, when I was a dean, I would not miss a day of work because I felt I was so needed in those kids' life that I had to be. I remember one time I had a, this, uh, a, like a stomach flu and I was balled up and I was nearly almost crawling out my door. And at the time when I was married, my wife was like, 
you need to call out. And I was like, no, the school is going to fall down. Like, I have to be there. I, they need me. Like, their fathers are out there, and they're dealing with so much. And I give them, and I talk to them. I'm like a father figure. But um, that's how much, like, I, I'm, I, I just loved it. So I've always found within my tax business, within my real estate business, when I'm basketball, a way to help to serve others. And within the basketball, um, so I go back to some of my friends growing up. I, I, um, when I learned uh, how to coach players and how to develop players, I taught them. I trained them. And it felt so good to see these guys, you know, go from not being really good players to becoming Division One players. And all of them, um, like just recently on Facebook, some guys that made it to, it was, it was literally guys that made an NBA out of our neighborhood and then us. And it was, and it's thousands of basketball players that went through Brooklyn that, that, that made it, that did not make it out. And we were like the few that made it out because we, we, I mean, we were focused on our goal and if, and if it wasn't basketball, we didn't do it. Like, I, you know, so mm -hmm. going back, going back to servicing, like I always try to find myself in a place to, to, to service people, you know, and, and even little things where I look, where I took little tangents, um, I've helped guys uh, get professional contracts overseas. They might not have gave me any credit or anything like that or whatever. And I just felt so good helping them. I helped kids yeah. go to college. I've, uh, I mean, I've run, I, I did community um, programs in the summer and I see the kids now and I just, you know, just, it just, it, it feels good to see them being mm -hmm. successful now. And just knowing that I might've been just a little glimpse in their, in their yeah. life to help them get there. So I, I truly love that, you know. Well, I just think, like I said, I just think it's amazing that, you know, you, you took that one, one thing and it led to another and it led to another. And to your point of sometimes you didn't know how you were going to get there. Sometimes you had no clue what was going to happen next. Sometimes you had no idea where you want to get that $500, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's a lot of people out there and a lot of people that will hear this that don't have a clue of where their next step is going to come from. But to know that there are people like yourself that have been there. There are people like yourself that have been there where they had no clue where they were going, what they were going to do next and where they were going to get the $500 or who that mentor was going to be. Or they might, too, be at the right place at the right time when someone sees them with a book and some cones and says, <laughs> hey, so-and-so, I'm looking for somebody, you know, just like you, right? So that's mm -hmm. what it's, it's looking for somebody just like you. And that, that's what I wanted this mission to be about is that there's, you know, multifaceted of things we can all be doing. It may not be real estate for someone listening, but it might be something else, right? Their passion might be another thing. So that's why I wanted you to come on and, and share. And also <laughs> as being the first male on my show. So I really appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really appreciate that. Um, we have, let's see, a few more minutes, just like four more minutes here. But I want to let people know, or if you want, if you're open to letting people know, I guess, how they can get a hold of you kind of, again, um, your, if you want to let you, they probably know, I guess they can figure it out on here, your Insta handle, but how people can find you and um, just your final closing words for everybody. Yeah. So again, everybody, if you want, you can catch me on my Instagram here. Um, that's probably right now the easiest way. I'm not giving out my, my cell phone, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, huh? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I just say take this time now where, where, you know, life is a little slowed down now and just really reflect on your life because what's in your heart is really what you're meant to here to be. And it's going to, it's going to right now when life is slow, it's screaming out to you. And just understand this. It is God placed you here to give that to this world. You don't have to be like, like this big, huge superstar or this big, just helping five people, one person, like that could what be what your life is meant to be. So you, if you feel it in your heart and no matter what it is, if it looks like it, it's, you know, you got a, it's a huge mountain in front of you. Just know if it's in your heart to do God, your creator, the universe, whatever you believe in is going to give you the tools so you can to so you can accomplish that. Just don't give up. And that was always been my thing. Don't give up. Regardless of what it looks like, yep. don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up. You can do it. It'll be placed there. You can do it. Yeah, the, it can be placed there. If you build it, they will come. Well, we are right about at time here. So I want to just, again, thank you so much. Thank you so much. We'll do a part two. Don't worry. I'll be back. So definitely. Yeah. We'll part two. Um, and anyone that wants to get in touch with myself or Avery, please do, th do so through our Instagram handles. Again, we're here 730 on Tuesday, 730 Central Standard Time on Tuesday evenings for Just Like You, Everyday People, Amazing Stories. And we will see everyone next Tuesday. One more thing. One more thing. Oh, I want. Oh. I want some good. I want some good energy right now. So I'm. I'm in a selection right to be on this really big oh. TV show with this super superstar. Oh. So, put some really good energy out there. I will know in three weeks now if I'm the one selected. So if so, you'll see this face everywhere. So can we do anything to help or just just the energy right now? No, we we did a lot of we did casting. Oh. Talked to producers already. So I'm really excited. And if I go, you'll see. Well, I might be the next. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it, but yeah. You're gonna be the next. There we go. There yes, we be the good. next. Yes. <laughs> all giving it. To you. All right. There we go. I receive it. Thank you. Love you. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye.